Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Geeks Podcast, our weekly podcast that discuss top news from the world of entertainment, gaming, science, comics, technology, or just fucking cool. You know, real news, not that other shit. You know, real science. That other shit. <laughs> this is for the week of July 15, 2018. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. All right. So, uh, someone asked me the other day, do you guys talk about politics on your podcast? I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, we're we not... tried for like a couple months and it just sucked. Yeah, because it's the so. same shit really over and over yeah. again. It never ends. Yeah, and uh, you know it's uh, it, it's weird because like uh, so if you guys followed us on Twitter, which I'm gonna say this too is that I'm gonna kind of devote more time to our Twitter account. Um, you know, I, I'm not really keen on the whole Russia getting all our shit um for uh, for facebook uh and google plus well it's google plus um so i'm gonna kind of spend a little more time on twitter so if you really want any more like commentary or you know uh you know things that we share because i've tried sharing it on facebook the problem with facebook is if you don't pay them any advertising money nobody's seeing it yeah um so i mean i still do the thing because you know, when you share something on Facebook, and, and I've heard people talk about this, and they're like, what the fuck is up with that? If you do a page, they, they're they hedging their bets that you're going to want more exposure, so you're going to pay them them, them ducats. And, and uh, so what's going to happen is, is they're going to attempt to get you to advertise, because if you don't advertise, you get essentially maybe three to four percent of your actual um uh fan base will see Mm -hmm. the only thing you really can do is if you're you know if people go on there see something and like it or share it then the exposure goes up um so you know i when when i post something on there yeah i share it on my my page and my exposure goes up when i don't you see how many people really get to see it um so 
you know, for you guys out there, if you guys are on Facebook and you see some of our stuff and you like it, and there's a couple of you out there that I, that I know do, um, share it, like it, you know, comment on it, do something that kind of gives it a little more exposure. But Twitter seems to still be kind of the better of all of that shit. Because you can sort Twitter by just, it's it's more the latest. Yeah. Like whatever somebody has said. Like as long as you're following someone, you'll see their shit. Right. It may be two days ago, but you'll see their shit. You'll see it though. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at the impressions that we get on Facebook and impressions we get on, on, on Twitter and it's like 300 times more exposure on Twitter than we do on Facebook. So uh, if you want anything up to date and you're on Twitter, be sure to follow the Lazy Geeks, all one word, on Twitter. Um, and uh, uh, you'll be able to hear any of the stuff that we got going on. So last week you heard that, um, or I posted on there that we, we didn't do a show last week because it was fucking hell out here. Yeah. Steve, um, Steve does not have an air conditioner. Yeah. Which is which is actually more common than I thought in L.A. Yeah. Because I, I've lived in Arizona for so long. Everyone has an air conditioner here. There's the, you don't, <laughs> we don't you play die. games. <laughs> right. You got elderly people dying and shakes. Their AC went out, you know. Right. But um, he's sitting there, and I felt so bad because he's talking about how fucking miserable it is. It's too hot. He can't do that. I'm, it, it was cold in my house when he was telling me. Like, I was about to turn the fucking heat up. Like, I was like, ooh, a little chilly in here. Like, I felt like an asshole. That's why I started going, hey, Where's man, my sweater? You? Where's my sweater? Can I get my sweater? I was, bro, I was in a sweater. I ain't lying to you. I'm going like, to get my blanket. I'm going to get my, uh, my uh, what is that called? That little, um, oh, God, what was that fucking... Uh, Oh God! I want to say cozy, but it's not. You know the little. Oh, I know. The, the, the snuggle. Snuggie. Snuggle. Oh, yeah, snuggy, like snuggy. Yeah. Yeah. You get to sit there, play some games with my snuggy on while everybody outside Listen, is fucking roasting. I needed to make a hot chocolate. I was chilly. All right. <laughs> no, but it's like you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was 116. Yeah. Last balls hot. Yeah, like last. And it was the same temperature Friday. here, but it wasn't as humid. Yeah. Um, and it, it was weird because it was 100, 116 on Friday, and it actually didn't feel too bad. However, when I got into Saturday and Sunday and the humidity kicked in and it got lower, it was like about 100, it still felt, it felt fucking horrible. Right. Um, so, you know, I just, with my equipment and stuff like that, and just simply, I was not in the mood. Uh, I, I I told Adam I'm like you know maybe we'll skip the skip the episode on on Saturday or on Sunday because it's just it's too fucking hot I'm really just like you know and then I'm sitting in front of my iPad tower mixer board all of this electronics so I'm getting heat right. and this corner that I that I record in doesn't have very good air circulation so it's just I would just probably have passed out during the show. Um, and so I just decided, you know what? Let's just skip it, and we'll do next week. And this right. this weekend is still hot, but it's just it's better. So uh, so yeah. Um, I'd like to point out that I am uh, cold today as well. You know, um, suck a bag of dicks <laughs> like a giant. I'm just bag. saying, you know, we all got issues, man. That's all I'm trying to say. Turn the fucking AC down. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> I wish I could. My wife is crazy. I swear she's going through menopause in her fucking thirties. Like um, she's always hot. You're like, like, you're like babe, it's it's 
it's near freezing in here. Really? Cause I, you know, she's in a tank top we and shorts. We have the children that died. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, the dog is frozen and we don't even own a dog. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know where this kid came from. <laughs> but he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I just killed a wampa in the fucking bedroom. <laughs> Jesus. She wouldn't. She would like what? <laughs> See a tauntaun sitting behind you as you're like freezing out there. It's real out here. <laughs> no, it does. It, it, the problem is, and I'm actually gonna rearrange my room a little bit. The um, so this house, we all know if you guys listen to the podcast, I've moved from a shit place to a nice place, right. and this place has this thing called insulation okay <laughs> uh so it don't matter what temperature it is outside i don't i don't even feel it like it's it's fine in here the problem is i'm sitting right underneath the air vent mm-hmm. in in my room and it's it's when it kicks on it, my spine snaps like i'm like oh god <laughs> you know so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna be moving my desk to the other end of the room i thought you moved it because of that electric uh, the socket i thing. did and I, that still that issue has still not been fixed, um, but I'm gonna move it. So I have it by the window, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna move the desk closer to the closet, and then move all the stuff that's over there over to the. I'm just gonna switch it basically. Um, that was my plan this weekend, but I just sat around playing Kingdom Hearts, <laughs> which we'll get um, to in a minute. Which we'll get to in a minute. All right. So um, all right. So that's pretty much all of the housekeeping. And housekeeping. Uh, and uh, let's go ahead and get into that, uh, you know, that random roundtable. Hey. Oh shit. I feel like there should be like a ton of pot smoke around us. You know. <laughs> Isn't there? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So over this, over the uh, last last couple of days uh we have been the the movie channels get weird around this time you start seeing a ton of old shit and uh i just happened to be flipping through the channels and then all of a sudden i came upon one of the greatest movies ever made it's true don't be a menace to south central while drinking your juice in the hood mm-hmm. it's a fucking classic fucking hilarious movie and it, it, the thing is, is that it's such if if you see it now, let, let, let's basically say if you grew up, if you were born in the 90s and you kind of missed that whole uh, was it uh, poetic justice, uh, boys in the hood, you know, all of those, <laughs> <laughs> all, all of them, you know, Friday and stuff like that. You missed all them hood movies. You kind of don't understand the movie like I, I realized that when i was watching i'm like if you missed out on it because now we're like what 20 years since that movie yeah. came out uh give or take so there's like Eight a whole <laughs> so there's like a whole generation that you know maybe heard those movies maybe see them sometime on some random channel you know with uh you know janet jackson with the braids and tupac you know riding around in a fucking postal uh you know uh post office truck um, and I was watching it, and I'm cracking up because I'm remem- I'm re- realizing all the references, you know. And it's done by uh, uh, the younger Wayan brothers. And yeah. uh, shit. Well, this is basically the the perfect way to put it 
is this a scary movie for the gangbanging movies? Right. For the hood movies. And it, it's this, I think this was like the first parody film they did. Cause yeah. this came before scary movie, didn't oh, it? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cause scary movie came out after like scream and all of those movies. Right. So, and that came out later, but, uh, Oh my God. It, it was just like, I was watching it. It was so fucking hilarious. You know, just, you know, all the cliches and all that stuff, you know, fucking, uh, What's his name? They not Marlon Wayans, but the other one who got hooked up with uh, that chick who had like seven children, and they're like, oh yeah, black Asian who Mexican. Sixty nine, sixty nine Penetration Avenue. <laughs> right. <laughs> I never will forget that in my life. And it, like he loses his virginity to her, and like within two minutes, she's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, How do I, you know? I know. <laughs> yeah, I had seven kids. You think I wouldn't know? <laughs> what do you now, do? keep in mind, um, back in the day, uh, the government didn't cut you off at three kids. Right. So there was a lot of people that were just having massive amounts of children. <laughs> like it was, it was excessive. Uh, but it's funny because it had like all the stereotypes. You know, um, my favorite was uh, the 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 clean cut Wayans. I always forget his name. But he comes down and he's like, you know, I look around here and I see everybody just getting by. And I look at my brothers and I say, yeah, we're free, but we're still under the control of the man. You know, and then all of a sudden, uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans comes in, message. <laughs> you know, <laughs> 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 it's, it's shit like that. And then, of course, you had that, that uh, African brother who was just like, you know, trying to talk about, you know, revolution and stuff like that. And it's like, man, why you go always, you know, you always talk about black, but you always go after the white women because I plan to do to them what they, what the man has been doing to us. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> clown. <sighs> that movie's great. I haven't seen it in a while. I think it's currently on stars. Isn't yeah. It? I, it was yeah. one of those, it was one of those cable channels that I popped. Uh, that I just happened to go by and I saw it. I was like, do we up. have a problem? <laughs> got a motherfucking missile in the damn truck. They keep pulling out like RPGs and shit that he pulls that missile. The guy's like, USSR. And he's, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, shit just got real. He bought that shit off the black market type <laughs> shit. Like I was like, what the fuck? Oh, man. It was great. Uh, that movie is such a fucking classic movie. I was cracking up. So I was like, cause it'd been a while since I seen it. And I remember laughing when uh when what's his name came in and he started that oscar moment and he's like i can't take this and he's swinging his fist around and he's knocking each of the kids yeah. out you know and uh <laughs> you know and it's like uh my favorite though was like man why'd you fuck her you know usually like she's fucked everybody in the town he's like well she said she's pregnant and then the dude that's running the the eatery that there was like huh? what and then she's like yeah she's like uh he's like you know this girl goes pregnant every 20 minutes and then the other guy goes, <sighs> you know, like you see the guys like going, okay, like he's he's breathing a sweat, you know. It's just it's fucking hilarious. If you haven't watched it in a while, it's definitely definitely worth the pickup. It's definitely a good throwback. Yeah. Oh man. That game. That game's or that game. Yeah, that that game. movie is fucking nuts. Now talk about a throwback. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been you know dabbling in video game collecting lately and. That's what you're calling for, it, dabbling? I think you have yeah. a condition. I think well, you have a condition. I, I have, in in over three paychecks, I've spent $30. <laughs> over here tripping. Oh, Maybe oh, 40. oh, 30, 30 or $40. Trip 40. it now. 
before thirty dollars, that you'd be like, oh, I can't keep up with that shit. Fuck that. Maybe a hundred, maybe a hundred and seventy dollars. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, three thousand six. <laughs> I was going. I and this all ties together. Okay. Um, original Xbox. And I'm kind of like, man, I miss the old games. You know, a lot of them from back in the day. You know, I'm getting to that age where I'm like nostalgic for it. And then uh, I'm like, but I need a new console too. I want to get one of the new ones, and I, I kind of was weighing: do I want Xbox X or do I want um, the Play- PlayStation Pro? And I, I went with the PlayStation Pro. Um, well, I haven't gotten. That's the one I'm gonna get, right? Because it has uh, it has more single player games on it. Yeah. Like Xbox seems to be leaning heavy on the the multiplayer scene, and um, I. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> if you um, listen to past episodes, you know how we feel about that. And honestly, that Spider-Man game is like a big thing for me. Oh, yeah. The game just looks dope, dude. You see it um, and automatically. I'm like, it's, I'm like having a partial. I know, you know, partial off the lawn, <laughs> you know. Um, but so anyway, I'm I'm gonna start saving up probably in a couple paychecks. I'll have PS4, and uh, I'm like, you know what? I never played fucking Kingdom Hearts series. Never played. I still it. can't believe you never played that. Well, I never had a PlayStation. Yeah, you did for like a week. Well, in that week, I did not play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, I didn't have I didn't have a PS2 when the whole fucking oh, right, right. Kingdom Hearts craze was going on. Because because keep in mind, Kingdom Hearts one and two were on the PS2. Right. You know, they never were on. I mean, they re-released them on the PS3 and the PS4. Um, so I started playing Kingdom Hearts one. I don't need to say what platform I was playing it on, mm-hmm. but I was playing it. Right. Right. Um, and the game's super dope. I really I really like the combat system. It's interesting. It is incredibly sappy yeah but that's okay i mean it's a disney game i expect it's a disney it. game but it's also kind of that like final fantasy kind of thing right. you know so it's like it makes sense they're both sap right you know so it's fine a lot of comedy in it i'm laughing hard like mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> donald duck's my homie dude like that, that <laughs> motherfucker makes me laugh all the time um so i was playing and then i'm like oh maybe i should stop playing this because they have um, Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 1. 1. or 1.5 and 2.5 on PlayStation 4. Right. And I can play that shit and get the trophies and shit like that. Ah, I don't like it. <laughs> um, and then also Kingdom Hearts um, 3 is coming out in some someday. Right. You know, but that's going to come on the PS4. That's also coming on the Xbox too, though. But that's what kind of bummed me out. It's like, oh, maybe they'll re-release the other ones on the Xbox. No, they won't. I'm like, ah, fuck this shit. Every game I want to play is on the PS4. Right. Like, I'm like, forget it. So, like, I want to play that damn new Gears of War, too. Not Gears of War. Um, That's strictly Xbox. Uh, <laughs> God of War. Um, But, yeah, so all that tied together. Original Xbox, Kingdom Hearts series, PS4. Big circle. Circle of games. But I've been I've been playing a lot of um, a lot of old school games lately. It's pimping, you know. Yeah. So this is what I do. That's all I wanted to say. Kingdom Hearts, what's up? <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Big ups, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, all right. So uh, yeah, and you know we mentioned it earlier. It's fucking the heat. Now keep in mind, this is you know Adam Heat Arizona. It all like you know it's like you know cookies and cream, you know. Sports and prostitutes, corruption and politicians. You know, it all kind of is like always associated with each other. Are you trying to say that I'm used to the heat? Is that what you're trying to say? Because I'm, I'm confused. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm basically saying, uh, you bitch. That's basically what I'm trying oh. to say. Oh, but but okay. I'm trying to cover it up as being like, you used to the heat. You know, but, you know, right. subtextually made up so, word. <laughs> first of all, you throw a lot of big words at me. I'm going to take them as disrespect. I don't... <laughs> so let's work on this amicably and help me with the same. That's right. <laughs> Fucking Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it's never used to get like that hot so early. Like, you know, in and it's it's just was like, you know, it's like kicking fucking ass. It's like a whole week of this shit. Right. You know, and it's so it's been pretty miserable. Um, but, you know, it's like, uh, but I'm actually kind of glad that now we're only doing like one show instead of the, you know, three that we used to do. So I don't end up dying over here. So I'm only doing exactly. one show. So it's like, okay, I'll get hot. But then, oh, blink. And it's like, oh, 90 minutes or close to it. Fuck, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking out. You know, I'm yeah, up, it's... Up, up till one in the morning, still in a in a suffocating <laughs> corner and shit. Even Cortana's yeah, going. I know you didn't activate me, but motherfucker, can we get out of here? Can you <laughs> fucking miss me with this <laughs> bullshit? You know, I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, I tell you, I'm. The thing is, is and and they always say it's a dry heat in Arizona, and it, it is true. Where it makes it, a, if you're, it makes a difference, but when it's uh, when it's over 110, yeah. Fuck me with that, you know. Like the thing is, is that Arizona. No, I mean, seriously, fuck me. With <laughs> right. It's not. Let, let's just say if the Phoenix area in Arizona. It's never a surprise that our summer is hot. Right. So you're really only walking to the air conditioned car to the air conditioned building. You know. So it's not that big of a deal. You're, no one ever hangs out outside. It looks like a fucking ghost town. <laughs> like you don't ever see people walking. You see people walk around. They're either crackheads. Right. Or, or just dead inside. Like, I don't know what they're doing. I saw someone, um, but it's been monsoon season, uh, which is windy and rainy. It happens in the summer here, ironically. Right. Um, and before that, it was a super fucking heat wave. Like, I went outside, like, every day at work, twice a day I go out and I walk, like, around the um, parking structure. Right. Because, first of all, I'm, I'm not in the sun, <laughs> but I need to get up. I can't sit down all day. I start to feel like shit. So, um, <laughs> that day before the monsoon hit, I, I about died. I said, "We need to go inside. This is fucking ridiculous. Like, I, I can't be out here anymore." I start freaking out. Like, when you start panicking, like I'm gonna right. die. I'm, I'm really gonna die. You know. But um, then the monsoon hit. And it was raining. It was all nice. I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck?" But uh, that that whole monsoon. That was another thing too. When you were really complaining about the heat, it was monsoon here. So we it wasn't even bad outside. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck." That sucks. Well, they, like we're supposed to get that. We're supposed to get some monsoonal moisture like later this week. And it's like, you know what? I'm okay if it rains over here. Right. It rains over here. It's going to cool off a little bit. It's going to feel better. In which case, when it happens, that's when I go outside and stand in the rain for a little bit. You know. <laughs> I bless the rain. He's down in Africa. I bless the rain. Oh, fucking the... That's the cool thing about LA is it cools off at night enough. Yeah. But when is that heat wave hitting? Oh yeah. It doesn't get um, below seventy two, you know, and you're kinda like, ugh. You're like, miss me with the shit. Right. You know, fucking irritated. Yeah. 
like, you know what? Fuck this noise. Start <laughs> <laughs> flipping table. Right. Oh, damn reason. Your own table. <laughs> I know. Flip. You're, old, you're flipping it and you got dinner on there. And it's like, see, now you made me throw my dinner down. God damn it. Bro, I'm like, what? <laughs> you friends with you like, can you calm the fuck yeah. down for real, dude? Yeah. Like, shit. You're like, dude, we just spent like three hours trying to put that Lego Death Star together. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Like, damn, they fucking chill out before I come up and slap a motherfucker. What's up? And people get loud and shit. Sit your ass, t- sit your five cent ass down before I make change. <laughs> you know this fucking heat getting me too. I'm gonna fucking bust you in your chin. You could trip. <laughs> All right, man, my bad shit. <laughs> sit your ass down. <laughs> uh, All right, so I guess on that note, we jump into some headlines. <laughs> So the worst case scenario played out on YouTube TV last week when the service went down during the England-Croatia World Cup semifinal match at the height of the game. That's like going down during the Super Bowl. It's like... That's worse than the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah Because everyone on the planet but the people that watch the Super Bowl are watching it. <laughs> right, that's true. Uh, to apologize, the company is now offering subscribers a free week of service, according to a Reddit thread. Users are reporting that the email showed up in their spam folder. So check there if you think you might have might receive the discount. Uh, it's not clear whether every YouTube subscribe, TV subscriber is receiving this offer or just who initially reached out to the company. The payment adjustment should come out to between eight to ten bucks off users bills so this wasn't the first time that youtube tv flubbed a major sporting event the service also went down during the nba eastern conference finals not a great track record for a year-old service but i guess at least the company is trying to make it right i mean yeah it was pretty nice and they didn't have to do that no you know i thought that was pretty cool but at the same time it's like get your shit together you know, <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> get your whack ass shit together. <laughs> Listen, at any time when you decide to act right, <laughs> you let me the fuck know. All right, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm sick of this shit. It's fucking walking away. These broke ass basic bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Never should have gave you bitches money. Like, sick of this shit. Like, oh, goddamn. <laughs> like, can you calm the fuck down, <laughs> Jesus? All right, First you so, flipped the table over, now you got this shit. What the fuck is up with you? <laughs> this uh, this next article I'm going to get into um, ties into me not using Chrome anymore because uh, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, dude. I think that I, was. I think that's when I that, I must not have noticed that because that's when I switched too. Because you and I switched about the same time. Yeah. So the critical meltdown and Spectre uh, bugs baked deep into modern computer processes will have ram. Deep, baby, so deep, put that ass to sleep, motherfucker. <laughs> we'll have days, ra- you got dicks. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have ramifications on the entire industry for years to come, and Chrome just became collateral damage. Google 67 enabled site isolation, spectre protection for most users, and the browser now uses 10 to 13 percent more RAM due to how the fix behaves. Site isolation does cause Chrome to to create more. Render renderer processes which come with performance trade-offs, Google's Charlie Ray says. On the plus side, each renderer process is smaller, short-lived, shorter-lived, and has less contention internally. But there is about a 10 to 13% total memory overhead in real workloads due to the large larger number of processes. Our team continues to work hard to optimize this behavior to keep Chrome both fast and secure. It's a significant performance hit, especially for a browser 
battling a reputation for being a memory hog, but a, a worthwhile one nonetheless. Spectre lets attackers access protected information in, in your PC's kernel memory, potentially revealing sensitive details like passwords, um, cryptographic keys, personal photos. And <laughs> that sounds weird. Passwords, cryptographic keys, personal, personal photos. photos. As opposed um, to... You know, just professional photos. You know? Right. <laughs> or anything else you have on your computer. Dick pics uh, for all you Tinder users. <laughs> straight up. Uh, site, site isolation guards against Spectre and has been available as an ex- experimental option since Chrome 63, which released around the time of the meltdown and Spectre disclosures. But it's now enabled by default for 99% of Chrome users on all platforms. Site isolation is a large change uh, to Chrome's architecture that limits... Each renderer process to documents from a single site, Ray says. This this means that even if a Spectre attack were to occur in a malicious web page, data from other websites would generally not be loaded into the same process. And so there would be much less data available to the attacker. This, this significantly reduces uh, the threat posed by Spectre. It's so funny because their fix kind of it kind of reminds me of the old way computers used to catalog information. Um, <laughs> but whatever, I digress. Um, I mean, I get it. They have to do something about the Spectre bug. The Spectre, the Spectre flaw is not Google's fault. Right. It's IBM's <laughs> or Intel's. <laughs> right. Um, but the the issue still remains clear. Is before I even read this article. I checked. I, I checked the because uh, I've been doing. I've been fucking with emulators and stuff, and I wanted. I was. Um, I pulled up the system like resource thing, mm-hmm. and a full gig and a half for three tabs was being used for Chrome. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like you're out of your mind with that. It's 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 so out of control the amount of memory that fucking thing requires. Oh, I know. My laptop is an old fucking laptop, and that started going to a crawl, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And then I noticed this later on. I was like, "Oh, there we go." So then I switched back to Firefox. Firefox is getting hit up there too. Yeah, they're not quite as bad. Right, but it's still but. getting fucking laid with <laughs> laden with a bunch of bullshit. Hey, hey, hey. My <laughs> Firefox is just under a gig. But I have a bunch of fucking add-ons and shit. Yeah. When I don't have the add-ons, it's usually around 700 megs, which is, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, I have 16 gigs of RAM. It's not like I can't run Chrome, but right. it's just annoying. Yeah. Like, it's like, get out of here with that. Right. You know, the, the, the one that uses the least amount of resources is Edge. Yeah. But lately, Uh-oh. after the last update, it's been glitchy. Yeah. Because I dip in there, try to use it every once in a while. It's been kind of jumpy, especially on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, sort your shit out, Microsoft. Fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, how long do you need to make a browser? I know. It's like, how long has the thing been in beta? It's like, come on. Let's... Like, didn't you make the first one? Like, can you get this shit together? <laughs> right, exactly. It's like, Jesus. I know. Well, I mean, Jesus. Look how long it took them to fucking put in pop up blockers. I know. Uh, all right. So. Back in May, Collider reported that Zombieland sequel was looking likely with original cast members Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Emma Stone, and Abigail uh, Breslin all returning with a potential 2019 release date for the movie. Now it appears that Zombieland 2 is a go. THR confirms that the four leads will be returning for the sequel. Additionally, Ruben Fleischer is back on board to direct uh, from a script by original screenwriters Rhett Reese and Paul uh, Wernick. Gavin 
Holon will return to produce. Additionally, the production is eyeing a January 2019 start date and will be released in theaters in October 2019, just in time for the 10th anniversary of the original movie. While the original wasn't a massive hit when it was released in 2009, 75 million domestic and 102 million worldwide, it was a huge victory when you consider the budget was only $25 million. But it yeah. was an even bigger victory when you consider that Eisenberg and Stone hadn't become A-list stars yet, and now Eisenberg is an Oscar-nominated actress, while Stone is an Oscar winner. Most importantly, the movie picked up a cult following on DVD, and while that market doesn't ex- exist anymore, those fans still do. Um, so that's kind of cool. Like, I remember you, me, and uh, Chris went to go see the original one in yeah. theaters. It was such a good movie. Such a great movie. And I'm not a big fan of zombie movies, but it was... But that one's almost a parody it, of them. It, yeah, and it's just like it's just like it's not even all that stuff of like Walking Dead or anything like that. It's just actually, you know, it was just such a great like a it was like a road trip movie in a lot of right. ways, you know. And um, but I and Emma Stone. Oh my it. god! I wish that Jeez. was. What was that the second time? Because I think the first time was super bad. When yeah. I when I noticed her, and I was like, "God damn, that chick is hot!" And then I saw her in this, and yeah. But, that quirky uh, hot, yeah. You know? And then I like that. Um, I like that dude in the 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 one who is in the Facebook movie. Oh yeah, um, Jesse I like Eisenberg, him. Yeah, yeah, I, I really do like him. And, Woody Harrelson uh, was great. Woody, anytime you can see Woody Harrelson, bro. Like, but like the biggest thing of the original movie was Bill Murray, you know, yeah. doing that whole thing where he's pretending to be a zombie and shit. You know, he was he was a fucking trip. <laughs> is there anything you regret before you die, Garfield? i like that movie stop with that (laughs) so i've been following this game this game is making me choose to buy a fucking uh ps4 pro like and then i was like maybe i'll just get the ps4 slim and then i'm like no because then spider-man won't look as good Mm -hmm. like this game just looks so fucking good (laughs) so a little a little update but a rumor that was floating around um, so we can clear it up now. Um, upcoming PlayStation 4 exclusive Marvel Spider-Man will not have a full day or night cycle. News of the missing feature comes way of Brian um, Inthar, uh, creative director on the project, who revealed as much while interacting with a fan on Twitter. So a um, person on Twitter, Miguel Angel Garcia, uh, said at Brian Inthar, Full day night cycle in the main story or just in end game. Have a nice day. And he replied, there is no full day night cycle. So basically it's like, eh. um, Inthar has previously explained that the game doesn't have dynamic weather slash time of day due to narrative reasons, but has noted that players will be able to control both after they beat the game. However, during the game, Marvel Spider-Man, uh, which takes place over the course of about a week, um, won't have a full day-night cycle and will rather be fixed depending on what part of the game you're at. The truth is, this is a very story-heavy game. And as you as you guys know, a lot of a lot of great games use time of day to communicate a certain feel or vibe to the situation, um, depending where you are in the story. So we want to make sure that we were communicating a certain feeling to the player uh, while they were first making their way through the main story, said Inthar at the at the time via Game Informer. That being said, when you do finish the game, you can actually change uh, time time of day and weather yourself manually. While a day of night cycle is becoming increasingly common in open world games, there are still a great many that opt to not implement the feature. 
most often due to the exact issue of story. Um, so I, I fully agree with this. It's especially when you're you're trying to set a mood. Like if if Spider Man's fighting Mysterio, right. okay, and it's going to look cooler at night, then they don't want it to happen at noon. You know what I mean? Like right. they want to have full control over that and not have any issues. I mean, it makes but sense I that do, they're gonna. It makes sense that they would do that, especially for narrative right. reasons. But I do love that after you beat the main story, you can control that manually. Yeah. So if you want it to rain, or because I've seen it in the rain, that shit was hot, man. I was like, fuck. So I am fully on board with this fucking game. <laughs> it was hilarious too, because like during the week, all of a sudden I get this text from Adam, like, and it was funny because I read it wrong. Because he's like, I've seen it, and I, I want to get a PlayStation 4. But I thought when I saw that was, give me a reason to buy a PlayStation 4. And then That's I'll, what I said. No, but, you, but, I re, but when, you, when you initially said, you go, I'm finding no reasons why, not to get a PlayStation oh. 4. And I was like, and then I like gave him one reason. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, wait. No, he said he's going to get a PlayStation 4. I'm like, oh, what, what happened? <laughs> And and you know what I've been and and Steve knows I've been an Xbox guy for a long time, but I've also always said if one, I, I'll lean the other way. Like I'm not I'm not devoted to one he's, one team. Exactly, he's not a a console specific. He's a little more by console. That's I guess right. You might say <laughs> I don't like to use your pronouns. Okay. Um, no, but uh, or I, or, I, or what console 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 neutral. I guess right. you might want to go with that. You know, console it's just, neutral. Sony right now, they have more single player experiences that are that are are enticing. Right. You know, and and I I'm not knocking. I'm not saying Xbox is shit. It's just not really my vibe right now. Like I'm I'm not. I don't give a fuck about online shit right now. And if you look at First of all, Microsoft doesn't have that many exclusives anymore. But if you if you look at the ones they have, they're very online focused. Right. I mean, the la- the latest one was Sea of Thieves. Oh right, that's right. That's only. You know, so it's like, eh. <laughs> and then Sony has such a back catalog, like a PS2 games and just the RPGs and shit like that, or even back in PS1. And they're remaking shit left and right. Like it's it, it's a no question kind of thing. Right. Does the interface kind of bother me? Kind of. Yeah. But so does Xbox starting to bug me too because I can't find anything. It's so goddamn busy on that screen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I kind of dig it. The only the only thing that I thought was weird, the PS4 Pro doesn't have um, like HDR. Oh right. It has Blu-ray, but it doesn't have HDR. I don't really care. But I'm like. Didn't you invent Blu-ray? Like what? The, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, with Panasonic and Philips and all right. that. But um, obviously, I mean, and that that console's a hundred dollars cheaper than the Xbox One X, so that, they might have cut some corners there just to to uh, to get the games on. And Sony, this generation has been very games only. We we give a fuck about games. We everything else is just a bonus. Right. You know, so that kind of makes sense. But um. It's just cool. And people are saying it looks goofy. I don't think it looks goofy. I think it looks cool. The PS4 Pro, the system itself. Yeah, I don't think it looks... It looks sleek. Yeah. But in the, keep in mind that if you guys have listened to us for a while, you know you you know that Adam and I, when the, of the new next-gen consoles, we both got a PlayStation 4 first before we got the Xbox. Yeah. And that was because we were like, you know what? Microsoft is kind of fucking around with a lot of their shit. 
and we went and got a uh, we got that. But then Microsoft had the regime change and started like, okay, we got rid of you know streaming stuff and to be Xbox Live and more game centric. Started listening to the players, and then we ended up getting Xbox One. So this isn't something that's completely like, oh my God, what the hell's going on? They're changing sides or what well, have you. This is this is the thing too. Is so, it's not even microsoft or sony that's affecting my choice it's me like my my gaming habits have changed i'm going i I actually they haven't really changed they're going back to what they originally were is is i'm really falling back in love with rpgs and if you want to play rpgs and you ain't playing on a sony console you're already fucking up (laughs) because you can only play fable so many times right you know like sony has always been on top of that shit like because it's a Japanese system. Yeah. I mean, J- the RPGs are big in Japan, you know, and, and um, Japan hates the Xbox. <laughs> so, you know, you're not going to see that many on there uh, unless they're cross-platform. Obviously, Final Fantasy 15, stuff like that. But I'm trying to play some old ones that I never played, Kingdom Hearts, you know, and stuff. And, and while Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be on all consoles, the old Xbox and um, PlayStation, the old ones aren't. Yeah. And it's a story that I need yeah. to play the old ones, you know, so... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. And, and I'm, I, I have been, um, I've been missing owning physical games. Yeah. So I'm, I'm buying all my PS4 games physical. Nice. I'm not, I'm not going to be buying this. I already own some digital ones from when we had the other PS4. Right. Like I, I have, uh, the last of us. Oh, right. Um, and I think a few others, I don't remember. But my my PS4 account still attached to the PS4 that we have here that I gave to my daughter, mm. so I need to take it off of there. Right. But uh, yeah, man, PS4 Pro, baby, I'm going all in. Fuck nice. it. Nice. All right. So look, I don't know how much time you spend on video game accessory aisles at your local Best Buy. And Hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we all like you know we like games plenty, but. You know, not all of us are, you know, ones for browsing fancy surround sound headsets, silicone control skins, uh, console carrying bags, or any of the other non-crucial stuff on those shelves. But charging the batteries of an Xbox One controller can be a hassle. So from time to time, you know, you take a look and then see whether anyone has come up with a method that's superior to just simply swapping out rechargeable AA batteries or using Microsoft's play, uh, Microsoft's play and charge cable. Well, there are plenty of stands that hold and um, charge your gamepad controllers, but they also can be an eyesore. Finding spaces for them and stuff like that, that's just kind of annoying. Um, but, you know, that there is, there, there was never an option. So most of them had a cord running out of the back and required their own power outlet. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. So a few months ago, uh, this writer at The Verge came across Insignia's $20 snap-on battery charging station that's designed specifically for the xbox at xbox one s and it's so dope and it pretty much is perfect like microsoft uh should be making this stuff itself but it's a good gadget so and uh in the picture in the link you'll notice that the white plastic isn't a perfect match for the xbox but you know what if you if that's one of your big things um you're doing life wrong uh so <laughs> <laughs> uh the slot the the charging station uh, slides into the console's USB port and then fits flush to the left of the optical drive. 
and there's very uh, there's a little lock on the back of it that pushes into the dots on the side of the Xbox for added security. There's no badge of, on the ins, uh, insignia box indicating that it is a Microsoft authorized accessory. So, uh, so very surprised on how directly designed it is to fit the Xbox One S hardware. The charger holds two battery packs at once with lights to indicate charge status. The orange when it's charging, white when the battery is fully topped. Two batteries are included in, right in the box. Microsoft only gives you one battery with the $25 charge uh, play and charge kit. It uses the console's USB power to juice up the batteries so there's no extra cord for the uh, for uh, fuss. So this actually is really cool. Um, it does fit nice. If you're one of those that has very limited space, better make sure that you have, you know, uh, room for it but what yeah. I but one thing that I do like about this and uh, is that it does take up the front USB port but it gives you one in the attachment so it's like it, it it's so cool and I I saw this and I was gonna I was gonna put it up and I saw you had already got on it it's just such a good idea oh yeah absolutely I mean it does take away the fucking the 3.0 port but you got one in the back yeah you know so it's well, it's whatever but, but if you look if you look at it you know it takes it replaces it oh yeah that's right that's yeah, right it replaces it right under so it's it has like a pass through yeah so it's 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 one of those where usually when you have those you don't you don't get a pass through so then it's kind of like oh well that fucking sucks but you you still have you have a pass through so it helps out a lot um so uh the only question that in the article says that uh you know yo man Where's it for the Xbox One X? <laughs> right. But uh, you know, it's uh, I'm well, sure they only coming. made it for the S, right? Yeah, it's only they yeah. it's only been available for the S. Um, but they said that the USB port on the Xbox is on the right side, and the current model just doesn't uh, just won't work. So, and you know, it wouldn't mind. You know, the, the people here are like, you know, well, they wouldn't mind a mismatch color. You know, color mismatch if it did. So I'm sure they're probably going to work on one. And considering how long it took to get the, uh, you know, to get this one, um, you know, I, I'm assuming we'll probably get it soon. But yeah, right. check it out, and uh, it's really cool. If you're just if you yeah if you're definitely one of those that just you know has those battery charges, you just want something to just kind of boom pop it in there, and not have deal with fucking wires. Go for it. Yeah, it was really slick. Real good idea. Um. This was funny. I almost put this as my uh, what the actual fuck. <laughs> but um, I saw this. I was like, what the fuck? It was just it was so great. History may never be kind to alien colonial marines. <laughs> 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 but the present tense uh, isn't looking so good for the lawsuit and complaint ridden gearbox game either. Uh, this week brought to our attention one of the weirdest coding typos we've ever seen in a game, which has apparently been hidden inside of Alien Colonial Marines PC version since its 2013 launch. First Person Shooter returns to gaming zeitgeist this week uh, thanks to a, a 90% discount at um, Gaming Site Fanatical, which brings its asking price down to $3. <laughs> That's the only reason people are talking about it again. Um <laughs> Buying the PC version outright from Steam currently costs a full $30 price. This sale led uh, one fan to plead with members of the popular gaming forum Reset ERA to consider the game as a decent cheap fun option, especially due to a 712 megabyte fan made patch at um, moddb.com. I actually heard about that. 
that addresses many of the game's graphical and gameplay glitches. I love I love the community in NPC gaming. They do that. Like a game gets abandoned, like, oh, we fucked this up, whatever. And then fans will be like, you know what? I'll just make it better. It right. suck. Um, upon researching this patch, Reset ERA readers noticed something in the moddb.com notes that somehow escaped the gaming community at large in October 2017. The discovery of a one-letter typo in Alien Colonial Marines' um, INI files. As moddb.com user um, James Dickinson 963, you need to step your game up with that screen name, bro. Come on now. Uh, pointed out last year, the game's um, pecanengine.ini file references a tether system in assigning AI commands to the series, the series' infamous monsters, which I'll call xenomorphs for brevity's sake, even though that term isn't necessarily the right one. However, one, this is from Ars Technica, by the way. Um, since there's a bit of personality in this article, you right. know, I'll make sure I give a shout out. However, one of one of its two mentions of the term tether is misspelled as teether. Ha! <laughs> but check this out. Dickinson's post alleged alleges that this command, when spelled correctly, uh, quote controls tactical position adjustment, patrolling, and target zoning. When a Xeno is spawned, it is attached to a zone tether. This zone tells the Xeno what area is its fighting space and where different exits are. In combat, a Xeno will be forced to switch to a new tether, such as one behind you, um, so as to flank or disperse so they aren't so grouped up, etc. Thanks to how the engine parsed this typo, it never causes any crashes. Instead, the engine ignores the unfamiliar term. Thus, the game's monsters never receive the smarter, useful information that had been programmed from the get-go. Instead, they often ran around like in this infamous image below. And if you follow our link, they literally just wander around. That was the problem with the game. Um, The 2017 post came shortly after the release of the group's final Game Over Man patch, um, which, among many other fixes, overwrites this INI file with the typos correction. Turns out, as of press time, the patch is still useful. Gearbox has not updated the game's PC version since July 2013, and the typo is still there. Um, So, first of all, with that patch, the game would probably be at least decent, especially at three bucks. Right. You know what I mean? But... That was the biggest issue with that game is that the enemies were dumb as fucking stones. <laughs> but now we know Gearbox is dumb as fucking stones because right. who's doing quality control of it? Right, exactly. You know, what I mean? you don't reread your fucking code. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, get with it. <laughs> you know. But I thought that was funny. I was laughing hard. I was laughing a little too hard. Like, you have to be a special kind of nerd. I was like, <laughs> my wife came in. She's like, "What are you laughing about?" I'm like, "Oh, they misspelled this in the I and I found." She just, she just with a smile, slowly backed out of the room. <laughs> She's like, like, "I have no idea what you're saying." That Homer Simpson gif, you know, like slowly going back into the bushes. The only question she asked was, "What game?" And I was like. The Colonial Marines from 2017. She's like, what? <laughs> and everybody had such high hopes for that game. Like that, I remember the trailer looking fucking awesome. And you know, it's it, funny. It probably would have done fine if it wasn't for that issue. Yeah. You know, and it's it's uh, just reread your shit. Like exactly. proofread your shit. Exactly. You know, hire an intern for Christ's sake. And exactly. Throw him some pizza. Just pizza slices. He'll be good. That's right. All right. So. Even though Spider Gwen's uh, on, um, ongoing series is ending this week, 
Uh, it looks like the Adventures of the Web, web Slinging Gwen Stacy from Earth 65 is about to get a new beginning. Marvel has re released an updated cover of Gwen, the Spider Woman of an alternate dimension, back in action with her trusty backpack a mobile phone and a mobile phone. Interesting, Marvel's press release accompanied the image teases the new series title debut, Ghost Spider. While there is currently no news on the upcoming uh, series, including its creative team or release date, Marvel promises more information will be provided at the publisher's Spider-Man panel at next week's San Diego Comic-Con. The panel is scheduled for Friday, Ju July 20th, uh, from 12.30 to 1.30 in room 5AB at the San Diego Convention Center. If you're going, uh, good luck. Uh, rumor, <laughs> rumors of the Spider-Gwen being rebanded as Ghost Spider has persisted since it was announced last year that Gwen Stacy would take on her um, take on the codename Ghost Spider in, an upcoming, in the upcoming animated film, Marvel Rising Secret Warriors. The animated anthology film is expected to be released somewhere in later in 2018, with Gwen joining Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Squirrel Girl, and more in the series of short and more in a series of short adventures. It is unclear if the rebranding will also extend to this year's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which I'm so can't wait to see. I'm, I'm hyped on that yeah. shit. Uh, which features Spider-Gwen prominently in the latest trailer, though official tie-in figures from Hasbro currently retain the Spider-Gwen moniker. Uh, known as Spider-Woman in her debut in 2014's Edge of Spider-Verse number 2, creators Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez, um, the reimagined Gwen Stacy of an alternate Earth, was an instant hit with fans and received an ongoing series with the same creative team. In the interim, fans dubbed uh, Web Slinger... Uh, web-slinging superhero Spider-Gwen and the name stuck uh, leading Marvel to title the series as such while characters continue to use the codename Spider-Woman in in-universe rather than giving away her secret identity. Uh, with, with the character currently incarcerated for confessing to her vigilante double life as Spider-Gwen, it is unclear as to what the upcoming series will entail. In the meantime, fans can read the series finale of Gwen's t uh, current title, Spider-Gwen number 34, uh, with writer Jason Latour and art by Robbie Rodriguez and Rico Renzi. Fan favorite series ends on Wednesday, July 18th. I've always liked this series. Um, I really dug it from the get-go, and uh, I—it's just I'm I'm glad that it's going to continue. I've actually I've actually liked the um, both of the uh, female oh, Spider-Man-esque characters. Silk was great too. Was I, great, I think. Yeah. I think they've done a fucking amazing job with that. Yeah. I think Ghost Spider's a dope name, dude, for oh, real. I know, I know right? You yeah, know. Like, oh, it's fucking Ghost Spider, because then it's like, you know, who are you? I'm Ghost Spider. I'm you know? Ghost Spider. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, like, I, I've, I've really been enjoying those. Is it like in Deadpool? Like, uh, like, who are you? I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> I don't even know how they get away with that shit. <laughs> fucking Deadpool. <laughs> um, so, on to boring news. But, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, ZTE uh, has another chance at redemption. The U.S. Commerce Department has lifted the export ban on the Chinese mobile giant now that it has met all the terms required to get a full reprieve. Uh, officials confirmed that ZTE had put $400 million in escrow on top of other requirements, including the payment of a $1 billion fine, replacing key leadership and accepting outside monitors that will ensure it honors u.s export controls strictly speaking um this more this more of a probation as with the last time the co the commerce department is suspending its ban rather than removing it entirely the monitors will keep watch over zte during the entire 10-year period of the suspension so it won't have 
much choice but to fly straight if it wants to avoid another ban. The early ban would have only lasted seven years. CTE isn't completely out of out of danger. Congress is still trying to reconcile a bill that, if the Senate has its way, would reinstate the ban. There's no guarantee that the harmonized bill will include that measure, though, and the president might not sign a bill that resurrects the trade restriction. It's safe to presume that ZTE is breathing a little easier, though. It depends on U.S. exports for many of its smartphones and telecom um, networking products and faced a dock future if it had to abruptly switch suppliers or give up important products. After this, after this decision, it's back to business as usual for now, at least. I don't even remember why they, they put the ban on. Well, because they said that the company worked so closely with the Chinese government, there was possibilities that they may have ways to... Oh, yeah, because ZTE... ZTE is almost like Boeing. Yeah. <laughs> they work with the government so much. Um, I don't know. I it's it's getting a little fucking heated out here. You know what I mean yeah. for some silly shit. But who who fucking cares? Who buys ZTEs? Right. Unless you super broke. <laughs> you, got that, <laughs> you got that ZTE budget boost mobile. A yeah. <laughs> more power to you. Right. You know yeah. I mean? And and I I thought of that too. That you know, uh, you know when I heard about that, I was like going, yeah, but ZTE isn't that big. But I get it. You know. It, yeah, it, it is one of those things where you're kind of like, I get it, but at the same time, you're just kind of like, mm. like I think America, the American people, would have pressed on without right. ZTE. It wouldn't have been a big deal. It would have been a big deal for ZTE though, because right. they they sell a, they sell a lot of stuff here. It's not just cell phones; they have other things too. But yeah. um, they were about to get cut to fuck off, right? You know, so I don't know. Billion dollar fine. Imagine that. Oh I'd be God. mad as fuck. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh. All right, so while gamers have a few months to wait before Bethesda's online multiplayer game Fallout 76 becomes available on November 14th, that doesn't mean you can't pre-order it right now. In fact, the super cool made-for-fans Power Armor Edition is now set up and ready for order on the Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC players. Uh, each version will set, back, set you back about 200 uh, for an equivalent, uh, equivalent in bottle caps or the equivalent in bottle caps. Uh, for your money, you'll get the full-scale wearable T-51 armor, power armor helmet with West Tech canvas carrying bag. This wearable helmet faithfully replicates the in-game model and comes complete with voice modulator, speaker, functioning LED headlamp, and custom VATS sound feature. Glow-in-the-dark world terrain map. This physical, fully colorized 21 by 21 inch glow-in-the-dark vintage map showcases six distinct regions of West Virginia complete with irradiated landmarks towns and wildlife 24 collectible fallout figurines crafted from three in-game I'm sorry crafted from in-game 3d models that detailed miniatures will bring will bring fallout 76's fault dwellers power armor soldiers creatures and more to life tricentennial edition steelbook exclusive to the Power Armor Edition, this decorated metal case is the ultimate collectible ex- uh, celebrating America's 300th years of freedom. Uh, Fallout 76 Tricentennial Edition bonus in-games uh, items celebrate 300 years of freedom in the all-new Fallout 76 Tricentennial Edition commemorating the opening of Vault 76. Be the talk of the town when you emerge from the Vault 76 fully prepared and patriotically styled in the new American frontier. Access to Fallout 76 beta, break it in, uh, break it early test application. 
uh, be one of the first to emerge into the new untamed wasteland. People are hyped about this game. Yeah, looks cool. Like like, any. I mean, you know, it looks cool, but I've never really been a huge Fallout fan. I like the Fallout series, right? But it's I haven't either. It's not it's it's not the biggest pull for me, right? However, <laughs> Bethesda makes a different game that I enjoy. And it seems like too many people are enjoying it. <laughs> so the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, obviously, is what I'm talking about, uh, has been one of Bethesda's biggest success stories ever. Originally released in 2011, the acclaimed RPG remains immensely popular. According to game director Todd Howard, millions of people still play the game every month. Even now, the amount of people who play Skyrim seven years later, millions of people every month are playing that game, Howard said during a speech in Barcelona recently, as reported by GI.biz. Skyrim was originally released in 2011 for PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and PC. A special edition for PS4 and Xbox One was released in 2016, with the Nintendo Switch version landing in 2017. The game is also available on PlayStation VR. At E3, Bethesda announced a version of the game for... Amazon Alexa device. And that was real, by the way. Mm. It started as an as a April Fool's joke, but they're really doing that. Um, this is all to say the game is pretty much on every platform you can imagine. It's not hard to see why Bethesda keeps putting the game on new platforms. Dollar signs, motherfucker. <laughs> and then Todd Howard says, if you want us to stop releasing it, stop buying it. It's just true. Uh, as of 2014, Skyrim has sold 20 million copies. But this figure, of course, does not include sales on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, along with continued sales on legacy platforms. Skyrim and the Skyrim Special Edition remain among the most popular games on Steam, with concurrent user figures peaking at about 16,000 a day. Um, or today, sorry. Um, but yeah, that sounds about right. right. Bethesda Game Studios is currently working on multiple new projects, including an all-new RPG called Starfield, which I'm pumped up about, and I have no fucking idea what it is. I just know it's in space, and Bethesda's making it. And I'm like, please, give here's all my money. Right. You know? Um, and The Elder Scrolls Six, of course. These games are still a long time off, with both potentially not releasing until new consoles come out. A new Elder Scrolls game for mobile, Elder Scrolls Blades, is launching this fall, which I've heard mixed reviews about. Um, oh, autoplay videos? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just thought that was kind of funny. Like, it's, it's that game, it's seven years. Yeah. And, and people still play that game like it just came out. And really, it stands up. Like they, they just re-released, um, it was starting to look a little, eh, you know, it still looked great, but it, it looked a little like it was an older game, right. you know, 360 era game. And then they're like, oh, uh, HD pack, bam. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they added God rays. They actually said that in the, in the, in the patch notes. Um, and it looks amazing. Like I used to be able to play that game on Mac on my computer. I could play it on medium now. You know, and it, I times thought it was have real, changed. I know. I thought it was cool too. If you owned, um, if you owned the game on PC, they gave you the HD one for free. Oh, nice! I got that shit for free, so I was like, okay, I'll take a free game. Fuck. All right, so let's. Uh, I guess with the headlines done, let's go ahead and jump right into what the actual fuck. Because really, what the actual fuck? Yes. Okay, so this story that I've got, I titled it 
there's curious, but damn, um, this may, may, may make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's pr- probably the reason why I picked it. It's I read, I read half of it and stopped. You're right. I was like, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is from, uh, I fucking love science. You might think you have a lot, have lots of embarrassing stories about being a teenager. Well, prepare to feel much better about yourself and very and feel very sorry for a teenager who got himself into a terrible situation. This poor kid got a USB cable stuck in his penis. Oh. A 13-year-old from China, of course, uh, was curious, quote-unquote, uh, about his genitalia and for some reason decided the best way to satisfy his curiosity would be to slowly insert a phone charger through his urethra orifice. He managed to insert 20 centimeters, that's 7.8 inches, of it into his urethra. And if you are already uncomfortable, like I was when I first read this, uh, look away because things are about to get a whole lot worse. The teenager then tried to pull it out, but couldn't. The cable got stuck. At that point, he told his parents they took him to a local hospital in Linkau County, which is situated in northeastern China, not far from uh, Valdostok and the North Korean border. In the hospital, medical practitioners lubricated the cable in an attempt to extract it. But it, it was not only what it, uh, there were not only unsuccessful, but caused significant pain to the unnamed teenager. Uh, he was transferred to Harbin Children's Hospital, where he underwent a more detailed examination by Dr. Uh, Zhu Yan and the, fa- the facility's re- um, resident urologist. Quote, he cut off the end of, one, uh, of the cable. Uh, or he cut off one end of the cable and inserted it into his urethra, uh, the Dr. Zhu explained, as reported in the Daily Mirror. Quote, the cable reached his bladder when it tangled and ended up in mm. a knot, so he tr- went, So when he tried to pull it out, it became mm-hmm. stuck. When the complexity of the situation became clear, the only option was to operate, and Dr. Zhu uh, and her team had, and it had to be a female doctor, right, uh, had to uh, reach the boy's bladder, cut the knot, and then remove it through uh, the surgical incision. Their remaining cord was pulled out through the urethra. The teenager was discharged a few days ago after about two weeks in the hospital. Now, while you're sitting there going, who would even think about doing that? The first comment on this post explains it all. I will never complain about my headphones nodding up in my bag ever again. Oh, God. <laughs> like, seriously, when I was reading, it made me sick. Yeah. Like, just stop. <laughs> Are they bored in China? They got nothing to do? I know. It's like, come on. Whatever happened to those guys that would, you know, play games all day and then die because they're playing too much games? Oh, there. It's like, do we get bored on the loading times? Like, are the loading times stop that bad it. that you need to, like, hmm. I mean, but it's seriously, like, at what point do you look and go, huh, I wonder... You know, like, no, <laughs> Ugh. Just stop. I don't even want to talk about this next one that I got is fucking gross, too. <laughs> These weren't coordinated, by the way, just so you know, we didn't. Like no, they say, weren't. We it's just gross motherfuckers out there. Yeah. Listen, I don't know why it's worse that it's in Wisconsin. I don't know why. Hmm? For me, it seems worse because this is a drug like drug smuggling thing. Oh, right. In Wisconsin. <laughs> Like, wh- where are you where are you smuggling them to? <laughs> you expect that shit down here, you know, Mexican border or whatever. No offense, you know what I mean? Just, just saying. Hey, you know, Trump says it is, so I guess, you know. That's why they're putting a wall up. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. 
Um, a Wisconsin woman is facing felony drug charges after police said they found about 82 grams of drugs in her vagina. Uh, Desiree Webster, 20, um, was arrested June 25th in Sh- uh, Shawano after police pulled over the 1997 Monte Carlo she was driving. I like how they put that through there and on the, on the thing. 1997 Monte Carlo. In 97, classy, now drug smuggler, 100%. (laughs) Right. Um, Her companion, 39-year-old Gerald McCollum, uh, a convicted drug dealer, (laughs) was also in the car, according to the smoking gun. Officers pulled over the car after getting a tip that McCollum might be selling heroin, cocaine, marijuana, meth, and other drugs. Police said McCollum's M.O. was to travel with a woman who would slip the drugs into her vagina if police stopped, stopped them. A police dog, <laughs> a police dog showed particular interest in the driver's seat where Webster had been sitting at the time of the stop, according to local station WBAY-TV. Um, after a corrections officer performed a strip search on Webster, she, suggest, she, blah, 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 she suggested there was something hidden in vagina. A CT scan of, of Webster's pelvic area uh, taken at a hospital showed something that looked like a plastic bag that was about the size of a human fist. Um, emergency room doctor Ryan Murphy told the station it's not uncommon for drug dealers to snuggle contraband uh, inside various orifices. It's common that you would see them inside of condoms, inside of bags, inside of saran wrap. People try to get creative, and they try to pack as much as they can into a very small container. And it's very common to actually see these containers um, or transport devices rupture, Murphy said. Officers said they found nearly 82 grams of drugs inside Webster. Here's a breakdown. I love this a breakdown. 36.67 grams of cocaine, 14.72 grams of meth, 27.80 grams of synthetic weed, uh, 6 MDMA ecstasy pills, 1.26 grams of marijuana. Um, Murphy said, I love how the one that's easiest to get is the lowest one. Right. Uh, Murphy said that the bag had ruptured while inside Webster. Uh, if it had ruptured, she would have likely died. Yes. Yeah. Or had uh, the time of her life. <laughs> um, with the cocaine, you're, you're going to be in this like excited delirium state and the heart's going to be going really fast and they'll be running a high fever and you know, the body will kind of shut down uh, from that and you'll die. <laughs> Murphy said, I love that quote. It's like so matter of fact, but yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. And you um, die. Webster was charged with six felony drug accounts, according to, including two counts of THC possession, which isn't a felony um, uh, in certain in most states. Possession with intent to deliver cocaine and possession with intent to deliver meth. Those are felonies right. in all 50 states. Um, she was also charged with eight counts of felony bail jumping stemming um, from an earlier felony case uh, that remains pending. McCollum was charged with four felony accounts, including possession with intent to deliver cocaine, possession with intent to deliver meth, and possession with the intent to deliver synthetic cannabinoids, which is a new thing I, I didn't know about. Um, obviously not the greatest people on the planet. Um, the <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, like people to, are so pathetic. Like what they'll do for for quick money. Right. Like, can't you just work? Like I or do something. Like honest money. Like make an honest living. 
Like sometimes I get I get mad and I feel old because I'm like I'm over here working eighty hours a check and she's shoving fucking cocaine up her snatch. She deserves to go to prison. <laughs> they should have popped the bag and just left her there oh, and see Jesus. what happened. Yeah, I said it. Damn. Twenty years old, her life's gone, ruined. She'll be in prison for a while. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. That's that, a lot them charges stack up. Yeah. And I bet that that dude's already got a rap. He's he's going to prison for a minute. And those fucking. Those little um, podunk farming community states, yeah. <laughs> they don't play. They're red for a reason. <laughs> right. They do not play. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> good luck. Godspeed. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, guess what? That's it for us this week. Um, dude, this new format is kicking ass. Like We're like an we're hour and 30. Cruise. We're just cruising through these things. Uh, so that is it for this week. Thank you for checking us out. If you're listening to us on iTunes or Stitcher, go ahead and leave us some reviews, five stars on iTunes or just how fucking awesome we are on Stitcher. That'll help us out greatly. Follow us on all that social media shit, Twitter and Instagram, both under the name The Lazy Geeks, one word. Don't forget to follow our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Feedback, of course, we want to read it, motherfucker. You can send that to thelazygeeks at thelazygeeks.com. All right, and you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle-aged geek and Instagram middle-aged underscore a geek. I am also on Twitter and Instagram, both at sapientlg uh, and Adam at thelazygeeks.com, of course. Um, also, for you guys out there, if you're using like a third-party uh, podcast app, uh, if you if you have Android and you really want to just kind of have something kind of clean, something simple, simple, dude, the Google Podcast app, it's oh, I love it. It's yeah, it's like I, I've I've been listening to, I've been using it since Adam reminded me about it, and the interface is clean. We're on there, you know, all your favorite podcasts are on there, and you you know what I love about it too, because I listen to these um a couple of podcasts that are news, like regular news, right. but like they're maybe 15, 30 minutes and they're daily. And um, every, what it does is every day it will tell you what released that day. Yeah. So it's like the paper has just been delivered to me. It's fucking great. Like I just love it. And if even if I don't listen to them, they won't be in that list tomorrow. Right. Like I, I don't have to listen to the old shit. And what, you know? what I like too is that um, it doesn't automatically download them for you. So you have a little more control. Because there are some episodes of some podcasts that I have of, of episodes that, you know, are like maybe midday, midweek episodes or little shorts that I really kind of don't care about. So it's kind of like, okay, market is red and move on. Right. You know, um, also because I used to have a problem with Podcast Addict is when I was listening to stuff, it would skip around. It wouldn't play. I would change it yeah. to try to make it play in, in order, but it would always play backwards regardless. Podcast Addict was kind of weird. It seemed like they tried to do too much. Yeah. And, and it just got all fu- I just want to listen to podcasts. Yeah, like it, and, it got weird. Yeah, and then like so, what I did with this is I I did that with uh, last podcast on the left. I was listening to it. I played the oldest episode, and then it just immediately boom, 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 right yeah. up in chronological order. Didn't have to fuck because there's podcasts, mostly true crime, that I listen to that are parts. So you know, last thing you want to do is part one. Then you got part three. Then you got to stop it. Go back to part two. Play that and hope it gets part three on the way up. You know. But, uh, yeah, we're on there, um, uh, the Extended Play Movie Podcast, and, and all your stuff is on there. It's a clean interface. I'll probably be doing a review this week on the website for it because I took some, uh, some screenshots on my phone mm-hmm. of how it looks on the Galaxy. Um, so, you know, check it out, and I'll probably be adding it into our closers, you know, uh, next week or so. But uh, we'll probably give a little more about it next week. So, uh, yeah, 
So that is it for us this week. So until next time, peace out. Thank <music> you.